Welcome to Origin Gates daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Denise Hughes and I would like to talk today about the altar of incense. One of the pieces of furniture that's in the tabernacle in the wilderness, the tabernacle of Moses, the one that uh, he got the blueprint for from heaven, from God himself to put this tabernacle together and and put all these pieces of furniture in it and they all had very 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 special meanings and so I would just like to bring out some things about the altar of incense and the spices that were on it because I feel like the uh, the Lord is kind of always giving us new things and new ways to look at this because it has a lot of significance for us um, in the New Testament, and everything reverts and turns to turns us toward Jesus, turns us toward Yeshua. So on this altar, where it stood was uh, it was the smallest piece of furniture in the tabernacle, and it stood in the holy place. There was the outer court, the inner court, and the holy of holies. <clears throat> this inner court, called the holy place, had three pieces of furniture in it the table of showbread, the menorah, the lampstand, and this altar of incense. And this altar of incense stood in the center, right in front of the veil, or this big curtain that was separated the holy place from the holy of holies. And it separated the Ark of the Covenant and the mercy seat from everything else. So this altar of incense stood right in front of this veil that was in front of the Ark of the Covenant. All right, and this is what um, it said. And the priest from Exodus 30, they were supposed to burn incense upon it every morning and every evening. And this was to be a perpetual incense before the Lord throughout your generations. It is most holy unto the Lord. So we need to know about this. This is something that he said. This is supposed to go throughout your generations and we're supposed to understand. It is most holy unto the Lord. Now the word incense, we know what incense is. It's a perfume. It's incense. It's uh, these things that you burn and you smell them, right? That's exactly what it is. And But it is a root word uh, for this particular word. Um, it's Ketoreth in Hebrew, and the root word is katar, which means to sacrifice, to burn sacrifices, to make sacrifices, to smoke, to turn into a fragrance. So see, that's the difference between the um, the big altar out front where they burned the animals and, and that sort of thing. Yes, that was a... a a sacrifice to the Lord and the smoke did rise to the Lord, but this one was an incense that turned into fragrance by smoke. It gave a scent and a fragrant, okay, a fragrant scent. Uh, and that's what was most important about this, okay? Now it says, and, and the purpose, the symbolism of this incense and this perfume, this fragrant uh, sacrifice was that, then I'll just read Revelation 5, 8. It says, Four living creatures and 24 elders, each one holding a harp and a golden bowl full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Now, that's, I mean, there's several verses throughout the Bible where it talks about incense. 
and this fragrance and this smoke and this incense were the prayers of the saints. So, um, like in Luke 1.10, it talks about um, all the people, the whole multitude of the people were praying outside of the tavern of the holy place, right? They were in the outer court and they were all praying outside at the hour of incense. That means it was not, it could have been in the morning or it could have been in the evening, but that's when they all came and the whole multitude of the people were praying outside because they realized, even then, they realized that prayer was um, associated with this burning of the incense and this creation of fragrance that would drift up and into the holy place, the holy of holies, into the place of the ark of the testimony and the mercy seat and the poor the presence of God was. All right, now let's go into fragrance. Fragrance, scent, fragrance. We, of course, once again, we know what fragrance is. It is aroma. It is an odor. It is uh, an odor of soothing, it says, um, which is a sacrifice to God. And its word is rayach. Fragrance is rayach. And it just means a scent or a fragrance. But its root word, ruach, and we know that word, ruach, it is the breath to blow. And it is that I didn't even know that there were two words for ruach, but there are. And one of them is the wind, the breath, the mind, the spirit, right? We know that word ruach, but this ruach was also a root word to ruach, a primitive meaning. In other words, it means to breathe, to, to blow, to smell, to perceive, to understand, like discernment, like smelling and discernment is associated together. And, um, to breathe like in and out and breath and to blow with your breath. And so um, that's what fragrance this word comes from. And so it's also a part of wind and breath and mind and spirit. So the fragrant sacrifice became the prayer of the spirit. Wow. That's why he... And, and that's another thing. He, he, the Lord said that this particular uh, scent and this particular fragrance and these spices put together were never to be put together for any other use than this right here, than on this altar of incense. It could not be put together for personal use. Uh, it, you know, he said it was, it's just like it is completely forbidden. Because he did not want the prayers and this thing that symbolized the prayers of the people going to any one human. It was not to go to them. It was not for a person or a people. It was for God alone that these prayers and these um, and this fragrance would go up to the Lord. So um, in, uh, it says in Song of Solomon 1.3, your oils have a pleasing fragrance. Your name is oil poured forth. Your name is ointment poured forth, and it is a pleasing fragrance. And Song of Solomon 112 says, while the king sat at his table, my perfume spread its fragrance. Mine, my, my spirit spread its fragrance. 
Uh, and in Ephesians 5.2, this is about Messiah. Walk in love, even as Messiah also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling fragrance. <clears throat> now, there were five spices used in this altar of incense, and uh, one is called sweet spices, and, and I'm going to talk about that uh, the next time. And then there was stacta and anica, galbanum, frankincense, and then the sixth ingredient was not a spice, but it was salt. Okay, so let's talk about stacta. This is the first spice, and in Hebrew it's called nataf, and it means to drop, <laughs> a drop, a gum, an aromatic gum resin of a shrub. Okay, so it comes from a shrub or a bush, and it means, it actually means to drop, to drip, to distill, to prophesy, to preach, to speak by inspiration. There's a lot of meanings here, so I'm going to keep going. It means to drop down as water, to fall in drops, to flow, to cause words to flow, to cause them to flow like rain and like honey, like myrrh and sweet wine. These are words, words that drop words that drip, words that prophesy and preach and teach. Okay, that is stacta. That is nataf. And uh, that is one of the spices. So very interesting, isn't it? That it means for your words and your speech to drop down as water. And, um, and, and remember that this, the altar of incense and this, this incense when it was being burned was considered to be the prayers of the saints. So here we got it with is uh, their words will drop down as water and distill also. And, and that was one of the meanings, distill. So to distill is a, you know, it's a process to extract components, different components, to extract the essential elements, to refine it, to let fall in drops and give forth in drops. And uh, that's important, and I keep emphasizing that. It means to drop and to drip and to flow like water. Deuteronomy 32.1 says, Give ear, O heavens, and I will speak. Hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. Let my teaching drop as the rain and my speech distill as the dew. So there we've got in 30, uh, Deuteronomy 32, he's talking about his teaching dropping as the rain and his speech distilling as the dew his speech he was extracting the essential elements and refining his words and and so that's what his speech was and he was speaking this to the heavens and to the earth and he was telling them to hear my words hear my speech and let my teachings drop as the rain that's where that word nataf is used. That's the same word as stacta, the, as the um, spice, is to drop and to drip in his speech. Job 29.22 says, My speech dropped on them, was pleasant to them like rain. Joel 4.18 says, The mountains shall drop down new wine. Ezekiel 21.2 says, Son of man, set your face toward Jerusalem, Preach, 
and drop your word toward the sanctuaries, the holy places, and prophesy against the land of Israel. It says, set your face toward Jerusalem and preach. Drop your word, Nataf. Um, Amos 9.13, and the mountain shall drop sweet wine again, twice in the, in the Bible. Psalm 68.8, the heavens also dropped rain at the presence of the Lord. So when he would show up, the heavens would, would drop rain at the presence of the Lord. And that word drop is their speech. And it is that Nataf word, which means their, wor their words and their speech would drop like rain. Now, the second spice I want to go to, and I have talked about it before, was Annika, which is Shekeleth. And it is a shell um, or one of the scales of an aromatic muscle, right? And they would um, uh, break open the shell or peel it back by, it says, a concussion of sound. And so this word... From, because of the way that it was um, taken off of the muscle and taken off of, off of this uh, animal, it literally means a lion. This word means a lion, a fierce lion, and it means to roar. Wow. So we've got another meaning of what our speech is and what we our prayers are and it's a roar it's a lion it's a fierce lion right and I, there's a whole other thing I have about that all coming about the the lion of the tribe of Judah and it all has to do with with uh, prayer and praise praise and praise right um, with Judah and their lion and so here we've got this high intensity of a roar coming forth and um, and then we've got a lion and a fierce lion. Oh, and it is one of the spices that was burned as a sacrifice to create a fragrance that would reach the nose and the spirit of the Lord. As the spirit of the Lord, you know. My, and um, so we've got Stacta and Annika and those two spices on this altar of incense that was uh, burnt as a sacrifice to the Lord. And, and you can see how he wanted only these spices to be used because they had to do with prayer and they had to do with praise and they had to do with our spirits and our minds and our uh, understanding. Go and, uh, and the rest of these words have a lot to do with other things too, like our petitions and um Oh, well, we'll just, I'll talk about all of those later, but it's very, very interesting and why it had to be all in equal measure. So anyway, that's the part of the altar of incense that I wanted to talk about today, and we'll talk about the rest of it the next time. Thank you so much.